0: I'm like just rising from a nap. So I'm like, (laughs) it's okay. My boss was like, do you want me to drop you off at home? And I was like,
1: please, that's so nice. I can get home so much earlier. Thank you. (laughs) This is perfect.
0: (laughs) Hi, I'm Lydia. And I'm Sonika. And welcome to Pop Rocks and Tea, a podcast about all things pop culture and all the tea that comes with it. We are kicking off this episode by talking about a little bit of celebrity news. That's right. We're talking about the celebrity feud between Doja Cat and Stranger Things stars Noah Schnapp and Joseph Quinn.
1: I remember seeing stuff about this feud on Twitter and being like, what? Why (laughs) is Doja Cat, of all people, beefing with the kid from Stranger Things
0: like so random. Right, super random. But when you get the full story, it makes a little bit more sense. Mm-hmm. So, Joseph Quinn plays Eddie in the show, his new character this season that quickly became a fan favorite due to his eccentric nature, his loyalty to his friends, and of course, his love of metal. Percy, This is from you. <laughs> So I'm thinking that Doja, like myself, was watching the show and was like, who is this guy? (laughs) And looked up Joseph Quinn to find out that underneath the mullet, he's actually pretty good looking. And in a tweet, she called him fine as shit. And you know what? (laughs) I, I can't disagree. Okay. All right. So I think I see where this is going,
1: but how does Noah fit into all of this?
0: Okay. So Doja was like, okay. I'm going to hit up Noah Schnapp to see if Joseph's available.
1: Okay. Why didn't she just like text or DM Joseph directly? Like why involve Noah at all?
0: Right. Great question. (laughs) Right. She's she's Doja Cat. Like
1: she, she should have some leverage, clout, something, right?
0: Right. You would think. But she messaged Noah because according to the DMs that Noah ended up sharing on TikTok, it was because she couldn't find his social media. She was like, I'm not – like, I don't know where to find him. And so he sent her his Instagram. If my friends can find the address
1: of a guy I found on Tinder, (laughs) Doja can find his (laughs) – this guy's Instagram. Like, that's, like, base-level vetting that you have to do.
0: Right, exactly. But then, like I said earlier, Noah ends up putting this entire DM conversation on TikTok. The TikTok has since been deleted, but it showed all the messages between him and Doja. It was like a pretty brief conversation. I. Why would you even do that? Like, why put Doja on
1: blast like that in the first place?
0: Right, like it makes no sense. And then Doja responds to this by putting out a TikTok saying that Noah was doing, like, snake-like behavior. Mm -hmm. But the internet was then quick to defend him, saying that she was bullying a 17-year-old. Beep, boop,
1: bop. (laughs) (laughs) If he's 17, that's, like, prime age of knowing what causes drama, what can stir the pot. So I think Noah knew what he was
0: doing. Right, like, if Doja Cat's DMing you... Right. You kind of want to get a little publicity out of that. You put it online. Exactly. But at the same time, I don't think Doja did the right thing by putting him on blast either. Like, <laughs> all of this is over the fact that, like, she just asked somebody for an Instagram yeah. handle. Yeah. I don't think this needed to be blown up out of proportion.
1: But I think I'm just, like, not surprised by Doja's behavior.
0: No, I'm definitely not. Yeah. I want to hear Joseph's thoughts on all of this. We have yet to hear them. I'm <laughs> very much standing by, waiting to hear them. We'll come to you with all the updates.
1: <laughs> in other celebrity news, it was announced that Leah Michelle would be replacing Beanie Feldstein as Fanny Bryce in the Broadway production of Funny Girl. And Lydia, as our resident Broadway person, I know you have some thoughts.
0: Oh, hell yes, I do. So you're probably like, why is this a big deal? Actors replace each other all the time in Broadway shows. But let me provide some context. Mm-hmm. So Leah Michelle is kind of obsessed with Funny Girl. She's performed quite a bit of the songs from the show when she was on Glee, including the iconic don't rain on my parade. Don't tell me not to live just sit and putter. Life's candy and the sun's a ball of butter. Don't bring around a cloud to rain on my parade. In later seasons of the show, her character even moves to New York and tries to land the role of Fanny Bryce in a fictional revival of the show. So she's she's been manifesting for a time
1: yeah that's kind of crazy yeah
0: ever since the glee days so flash forward to last year when it was announced that a funny girl revival was coming to broadway and now this is the first revival since barbara streisand originated the role in 1964 Mm -hmm. and beanie feldstein was set to be the star and this was a dream come true for her she has done theater all of her life She has been in a few Broadway shows before and expressed in interviews how badly she wanted to play Fanny. But the internet was also quick to point out how badly Leah wanted to play her too.
1: Okay, but like at the end of the day, it comes down to talent, right? I mean, what if I want to play Fanny? Like, I'm not going to get the role.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you saw Beanie when she was on Broadway. How was that? Beanie was really good. Mm -hmm. I think she's gotten a lot of Criticism for not being as good of a singer as barbara Streisand would okay. <laughs> she's who is she's not, but who is right? Like, but she does a really good job of balancing the drama and the comedy in the show, and that's what she's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I also think that she's a great choice for the role because she's not conventionally pretty, and that's right. a big part of Fanny's character. She's not supposed to look like the other chorus girls. When Barbara in the movie gets made fun of the way she looks, like, I don't feel bad for her because she's Barbara Streisand. Right. (laughs) But with Beanie, I think that message hits a lot different.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, like, props for body diversity. We love to see it. And, you know, I would put Leah in the same category as Barbara. Like, they're both thin and
0: conventionally pretty. And, you know, it doesn't work the same. It doesn't hit the same. So here's the real tea. Rumors started swirling around a few months ago that Leah was going to replace Beanie because the show was getting a lot of mixed reviews. And then on July 10th, Beanie announced on Instagram that she would be leaving the show two months earlier than she was supposed to because, quote, the production decided to take the show in a different direction. And literally the next day, it was announced that they were replacing her with Leah. That's extremely shady behavior. Mm -hmm. Um. Wow. Do we think that the producers wanted to replace her with a more profitable star? I mean, I wouldn't rule it out, but the timing is a little too convenient. But hey, I mean, Leah got the part she always wanted.
1: (laughs) I mean, sending thoughts and prayers, I hope she can read the script
0: (laughs) or has someone to assist her. (laughs) We love all of the Leah Michelle can't read memes so the best <laughs> please please send them our way if you see them but yeah that's a, that's the hot tea wow thank you
1: lydia going into fashion news paris fashion week unveiled some incredible new collections for fall 2022 from some of our favorite designers and even had some iconic pop culture moments because never in my entire life did i think i would see kim kardashian a lipa Nicole Kidman and Christine Quinn from Selling Sunset walking in a Balenciaga show—that's wild,
0: right? Like what? What a squad! Like what? <laughs> like the the power group um, that I didn't know I needed. The Mount Rushmore uh, that I didn't of yeah. the <laughs> yeah. Balenciaga show that I did not think that I needed to see, but it was yeah. absolutely fantastic, and the show was good too. Oh yeah, I mean Balenciaga. Oh, and we cannot forget about Northwest holding up the stop sign. That was also iconic. Died. What an icon. I love her. She is my
1: favorite Kardashian-Jenner. Incredible. And she did it because she wanted people to stop taking pictures of her, which, like, same. No one's taking (laughs) pictures of me, but, like, same.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Facts. I mean, she is just Kanye's daughter. Like, this is just such a Kanye move, and (laughs) to see North doing it. She's an icon. It's great. Mm-hmm. Okay, but let's talk about some of the collections. Sonica, which ones caught your eye? I loved Valentino.
1: I thought all of the looks were so good. They had everyone up in Rome, which is the brand's home, and they had one show in Rome. And I think the looks were such a good combination of dramatic and elegant at the same time. There were a lot of feathers, and they were like designed to give off a lot of drama, But at the same time, they were like a focal point. There wasn't too, too much else going on. And we saw a lot of the classic Valentino colors on display too, like the Barbie pink that everyone and their mother has worn by now. Oh, yeah.
0: Y'all know which one I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah. After that spring 2022 pink collection, like every look on that runway was pink. Mm -hmm. Valentino just owns pink now, (laughs) I guess. Yeah. It's funny because – Every time I see that,
1: I like know exactly what collection it's from. It's almost like celebrities like showing up and like they both shopped at H&M.
0: Yes. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I've seen that.
1: <laughs> I've seen that before. It's like,
0: "Oh, that was on the rack." I- <laughs> it's going to be that up. <laughs> For real though, and then there I was seeing headlines of like celebrities that were at the show and one of them was Anne Hathaway and there was a big thing on mm-hmm. Twitter trending that was like Anne Hathaway whereas like Barbie core inspired outfit to the Valentino show. I'm like, why are we calling this Barbie core? I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, we, we need to at least wait
1: until the Barbie movie comes out before we start using the word Barbie core. Absolute facts.
0: Yeah. I agree.
1: I also, this is so specific of me, but there was this one look that Valentino came out with where there was a headpiece that like frames the face and like there's feathers coming out of it. And it looks so cool, but I don't know why it reminds me of the animated lamp in the Pixar <laughs> logo, like the one that jumps on the eye.
0: I mean, it like Loki <laughs> does because it covers the entire face. It's like right the way it kind of like it from certain angles. It looks cone like. It it's got like the same like
1: look, you know, mm-hmm. like how the the lamp is looking at you. Yes.
0: No, it's same like, energy. Yeah. <laughs> And, like the light bulb is like the face, yeah, yep, <laughs> but yeah, a great collection i I loved it too. Um, what were your favorites, Lydia? For me, I mean scaparelli, uh... hey, hey Lydia, do you like scaparelli? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, I've never heard you talk about the brand before,
0: <laughs> right? Um, definitely never mentioned them before, but This collection was really cool. I mean, I think I liked their Spring 22 collection a little bit more than this one. This one was Mm -hmm. a little less, like there was less of a theme to it, but it was cool to see Daniel Rosenberry, the creative director, use a lot of different kinds of like flowers and jewelry and like creative shapes and line work. And, you know, his collections just make you think differently about the human anatomy and like the way that clothes should fit on people's bodies. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, Emma Watson and Hunter Schaefer were there at the show and an iconic moment. Iconic moment, and they gave iconic looks as well. Um, Also, wanted to give shout outs to the Louis Vuitton men's collection, which I'm not even a fan of Louis Vuitton, but like (laughs) the men's collection popped off. Like the suits were just so colorful and well tailored. I was like, yes, we love to see it. Giving interesting menswear. A (laughs) thought. Yeah. And then also all the John Battista Valley gowns, I mean, just beautiful, like, floral inspired yeah. stuff, like, greenery. The My favorite look from the collection was this one where it was these beautiful, like, leafy green tailored pants and then paired with a yes. cape, but the cape was made to look like like a bush or something. Like, it looked like it was like a big, like, cape full of leaves and it was so cool. <laughs> Yeah, that would be a really good one. If you ever needed to do a stakeout <laughs> and wanted to look good doing it,
1: so true. that's what I would so wear. So true. Listen, maybe that's the intended purpose. Straight from the runway to the woods, I'm watching you. <laughs> from
0: runway to woods. Hell yes.
1: <laughs> okay, but of course, Paris Fashion Week didn't come without its controversies. So there was a little bit of criticism around Jean-Paul Gaultier's show. This collection is a nod to their spring 1994 collection with a lot of clashing graphics, mixing prints, and of course it wouldn't be a JPG, not JPEG, collection (laughs) without some pieces drawing attention to, let's say, the more intimate parts of the body. But a TikTok from Show Studio, which broadcasts these shows, pointed out that some of the looks weren't finished and they were pinned together with safety pins that were
0: super visible from where the audience was sitting. Yeah, it it was not a great look. And it's a big deal and it's disappointing because the whole point of haute couture is like every look is meticulously designed, sewn, and tailored to fit people perfectly. So the fact that some of the looks like weren't completed in time for the runway is not a great look for the brand. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, I don't even know how
0: that's allowed. I don't know how they did. Yeah. Like, you know about these shows at this point, well in advance. I don't know right, what was going right, on there.
1: Right. Um. There was also some drama behind Valentino's show on Rome's famous Spanish steps. So, Apparently, Dior is real mad that Valentino closed down the Spanish Steps because their store is right next to where the show was, and they said that they lost customers because of it, because that area was, like, sectioned off or whatever. In fact, Dior was so angry about this that they're demanding 100,000
0: euros from Valentino as compensation. I mean, Dior, I'm sorry that your collection wasn't as good. (laughs) there's no need to be salty at Valentino for this like my jaw is on the floor like what also Dior you're not the only store that's in that area right like there are other brands other fashion houses and then also just like things like H&M is there too like (laughs) you know stuff for the plebeians like us (laughs) I mean I know the economy isn't great right now but damn Dior come on right right exactly okay it is time for another segment of meme and sugar in case you forgot this is the segment where we talk about some of our favorite memes circulating online right now and we have
1: a fun one for you this week so on june 30th pop r&b rap Music icon, Usher, was performing for NPR's Tiny Desk concert when he did this. Watch this. What's this? <laughs> okay. After his Tiny Desk, his songs Superstar and Confessions Part 2 saw a huge spike in streams, which, good for Usher, those songs are classics. But Usher whispering, watch this, was so funny that it started popping up in memes all over the internet.
0: I have to say, my favorite iteration of this meme was uh, the tweet that I saw where it was like, kids about to do a cartwheel. It was like, watch this. Which like, yes, that was me when I was five. Yes, it was. When I was still a little gymnast. Yep, that was me.
1: I can, like, so clearly, like, think of an image of, like, a kid actually saying that. Not knowing anything about Usher. Just being like, watch this. <laughs> I have to say one of my favorites was definitely the one about um dairy. Because I am a lactose intolerant girly. And the one where it's like, a little dairy won't hurt my stomach. <laughs> and
0: my stomach's reaction. I felt that, too. As somebody who is also lactose intolerant Every time <laughs> i'm also a big fan of the me
1: a guy about to call uno during the uno card game and then me oh, oh my, my god
0: <laughs> <laughs> watch this i didn't even see that one that's hilarious that's like uh, that's
1: literally me while i play uno <laughs> so like watch this
0: Okay, but the craziest part of this meme is that, allegedly, Mm -hmm. New York Governor Kathy Hochul might have killed it. Okay. On July 5th, she tweeted, quote, Supreme Court, colon, we're going to make it harder for the government to limit dangerous emissions and fight climate change. New York, colon. Watch this. (laughs) Kathy, girl, no. Not this. Kathy, you killed the vibe a little bit, but yeah. I don't think that this should be the death of the meme.
1: Me neither. I mean, even like the one where it's like, just when I think I've seen enough, Usher, watch this memes. And then it's like, watch this. Like, oh, so versatile. So
0: good. Right? Amazing. Usher, it's funny. Yeah. It, and it, you can use it for so many things. Like, mm-hmm. Kathy just had one misstep. Like, I don't think that this should be the death of it. And so many people were quick after that tweet to be like, the meme's dead. I know. Give it a chance, people. We can just ignore some things on the internet. Exactly. We're going to keep going with it. Please send us your favorite Usher Mm -hmm. memes. We love to see them. And while
1: we're on the topic of memes, we've also loved seeing the he's a 10, but memes. So we decided to come up with a few of our own.
0: Yep. So we prepared a few he's a 10, but scenarios, and we're just going to read them back and forth through each other and just discuss how much of a deal breaker we think they are. Sonika, do you want to start? Oh my God. I need to pull them up. Hang on. <laughs> I really tried with these. I really put my imagination to the test with these.
1: I. You know, I don't think I would characterize myself as a funny person. I disagree. (laughs) Or I don't mean to be funny. So when I, like, do these things, I have to, like, put in a lot of effort.
0: I'm very much ready.
1: Okay. (laughs) He's a 10, but he
0: works at West Elm. Oh, boy. (laughs) A bit of a throwback I'm to a, start off with. I'm going to knock him down to like a, I would knock him down to like a four. Yeah. Because it's like, you're working at West Elm, that's great. You know interior design, but at the same time, West Are Elm, you Caleb, West get M. out Caleb. of here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Your turn. Um, This one was like designed personally for mm-hmm. you. Oh. <laughs> He's a 10, uh-huh. but mm-hmm. he refuses to watch K-dramas. Oh, here's the thing. (laughs) Here's
1: the thing. (laughs) Why is he refusing? Because when I hear people being like, oh my God, I don't want to watch Korean dramas or listen to Korean music. I'm like, this is some colonizer behavior. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you're not wrong. So I would drop him down to like a two. I think that's appropriate. I think that's Can't very appropriate. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me throw in a little relatable one. That's like an attack on me. Okay. She's a 10, but she introduces her IBS before her name. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've definitely done that. So.
0: I would put you higher. Honestly, oh my god, I would put Lydia. you higher because as somebody who also just has a shit ton of stomach <laughs> problems and allergies, yes, hot girls have stomach problems. That's facts and allergies, and allergies. Me too. righty. Um, I'm really interested about your opinion on this one. Okay, so he's a ten, but. He enjoys drinking straight glasses of milk. (laughs) What the? (laughs) Like, just give me a glass of milk. Ew. (laughs) I'm crying. Oh my God.
1: Um, maybe like a five. Wow, really? Maybe he has a calcium deficiency.
0: Okay, (laughs) fair.
1: Or that's what I can
0: tell myself. For me, it's a zero. Like, you're obviously a serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) That's what that tells me. Yeah. Imagine
1: you're a 30-year-old man and you just come home and
0: instead of unwinding with a cold beer, it's just milk. That's that's psycho behavior. Especially if you're a listener who has seen The Boys, there is a character... In the show, Mm. Homelander, who has a bit of a mommy fetish, and that is one thing that he does. Oh no. Lydia, you really took this to the next level. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna knock my my rating down to like three. Okay. Appropriate. Um, she's a ten, but she's a quadruple
0: Pisces. Ooh. Now I have some Pisces friends and I love them dearly. Mm. However, mm-hmm. I've had some problems with Pisces in the mm-hmm. past. Um I wouldn't knock it down that far. Like I'd probably, yeah, I would say like a like a five, six or a five.
1: I would knock it down. <laughs> you know, actually Pisces is still like tolerable. If you've got multiple cancers or multiple water signs. That's a little troubling. We're fire signs for the record.
0: Yeah. Like I am fire sign all the way through.
1: I am Aries sun, Pisces moon, but I don't let anyone see my Pisces moon because I'm an Aries sun.
0: Yeah. I would have never pegged you as a Pisces moon.
1: I know. Yeah, I know. It's embarrassing. It's okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I, I think I would give them a three as well. Yeah, okay. This is based off one of my friends.
0: <laughs> Love you. <laughs> I always give Pisces a chance because they tend to surprise me. But when it comes mm. to Cancer, Scorpio, the other water signs, Scorpio, they Ugh. they usually meet Ugh. my expectations. And that's not to say that's a good thing or a bad thing. They just, mm-hmm. I know what I'm getting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it's time for my last one. He's a 10. Mm-hmm. But he thinks Shrek 3 is the best Shrek Oh, my God. Zero. <laughs> no doubt in my mind. How? Crash. How is it even possible? Like, that's nobody's opinion. Yeah.
1: I've but ne- what if it I've was your
0: love of your life's opinion?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a hard note from Sonica. That's a hard note. So- how
1: do you, like, walk past, like, just glaze over the fairy godmother's incredible performance? I turn dream.
0: <laughs> right like shrek 2 is the most iconic shrek mm-hmm. i would argue over shrek 1 yeah if anything say you like shrek
1: 1 better i mean it's still weird but shrek 3 nah. no 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 get out of here
0: Okay, so that's all we have for this week's episode. Let us know on our Instagram at Rocks and Tea Pod if you like this one. We're always checking our comments and our DMs, so yeah, just let us know.
1: And we post a lot of other fun content on there as well, including memes and reels and very exclusive reviews. <laughs> and from you guys so definitely give it a follow if you're not following already
0: yes and so until next time get some pop rocks drink some tea and if you manifest enough you will in fact get the part of your dreams (laughs) and we have the proof facts all righty
1: bye